Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. I am your host, Rhonda Holman, with my super special, awesome, and amazing co-host, Julie Varney. We are both dental assistants in the world that have been doing this a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. And what we're doing is we're going online and we're finding that uh, some dental assistants are running into humps in their career field with their team, with their doctors. We're dissecting them. We're pulling out those pearls and we're helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Well, hello, Miss Julie. How are you? Good. How are you, Miss Rhonda? Happy hump day. Happy hump day. I, I'm I'm doing awesome. It's one of those weeks where it's like, I don't know, you know, just kind of blase. I do have a delivery. I don't know if you saw last week where I made that partial. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of nervous. How's it coming out? For it today. And it's a really tricky one. Okay, so the guy or girl <laughs> has um, like pretty much all the dentition on the lower left, but nothing on the lower okay. right, except for a little stub where 27 used to be, like the crown's gone, but the root's still there. So it's kind of got like this weird bulbousy area around the ridge. Um, right. And uh, this pay- person is not ready for implants or anything like that, just wants the partial. And it was really tricky to try and get it to <laughs> I haven't quite mastered oh. or you know fabricating framework so I, I was like okay what can I do I didn't have any kind of supplies in the lab that would make me put you know because usually I could use like a metal uh, mesh wire that I could go around the lingual mm-hmm. to help retain it and I could use the right. lingual portion of the lower left uh, but I didn't have that so like I was like okay Rhonda brain bank think outside the box what do you have that's stiff that could work almost like metal? Triad tray. Mm-hmm. Triad tray. Right? I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> I dug out a bunch of the lax and then I, I fabricated like this retention bar out of triad tray and I cured it and then I put little holes in it and it literally, and I got it rough with the uh, air braider. Like it's like a little mesh uh, supportive structure now. So, and then I embedded that in there. So, uh, I'm, I'm excited, eager, and scared all at the same time today. <laughs> I'm sure it will be fine, and it will be amazing. And if it's not, it's so fixable. But hey, you gave it a shot, and yet, like you said, you thought outside the box, and I'm sure it'll be fine. And it's immediate, you know? That's what, see, I don't want any dental assistant to get scared away from any kind of lab work, because I'm very specific about what cases I accept especially immediates guys like these are temporary partials temporary dentures like so don't be overwhelmed and think you can't do it like there's always a place to start (laughs) that's right that's right and like i said if it doesn't work you try again i know and your dentist is like what you can make a flipper like say you go to find a new position right and they're like what they look at your skills you're like wow you you do lab work you've made immediates sure have Wow, hired. Yeah. 
Hired. Out of sight. Let's go. Let's do this. It's like the opposite of Trump. You're hired. <laughs> and fired. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay, so Julie, we actually, we got a request this last week to cover a topic awesome. that a lot of okay. demonstrations are really going to take away some pearls because we've all been in this okay. some place shape or time right okay absolutely so the listener posted um let's see i have been working for my dentist for six years now and the girl above me has been for 10 years we had a new girl start in september she seems wide-eyed and eager and she had been complete and she has been the complete opposite when she first started, I was more than willing to help and teach her the ways around the office. But as the information went into one ear, it went right out the other. I got to the point where I can't hold a conversation with her because I get annoyed and frustrated. Myself and the other assistant believe she should know more things than she does. And we are still having to go behind her and clean up messes. I guess what I'm asking is, do you have any advice for me to help smooth things over maybe some insight i love my job i love the dentist i work for thank you so much for your time hmm. yeah, poor thing okay do you want to go first julie because i have an epic story to go with this one all right i'll go first <laughs> so i think they seem to like her and they want to keep her and but it sounds like she's maybe having a hard time knowing her role and maybe the expectations of the job so and how she's retaining it so I did a lot of study and research and my husband's a teacher and we when I was teaching I would use the VARC model so it's based off of your visual your auditory your um, shoot, I forget what the R stands for right now but synthetic but uh, it's based off these four things of how you learn and how you retain material and you can go on bark i think it's bark.org and you can have these people take a test and it tells you what type of learner they are right so how is she going to best retain the systems and once you give you know how is she going to retain the systems for learning this stuff and retaining it and do they have like a an exact uh exact um dental assistant manual or something that they're having her say hey this is how we do x y and z um this is how we do this this is how we do that for when they onboarded her and brought her in so that she learns and they functionality and they set her up for success because it sounds some like whether she's lost interest and that could be it too she, maybe she just lost interest in the position it's not as exciting for her anymore and she's just not so maybe she's not the right person anymore right mm -hmm. so I guess you know I think they need to take a look at the expectations if she's struggling with things do they have a model set up for implementation for like a dental assistant manual that goes over everything because this is you know important for her success yeah so, so. let's see okay so if she was doing really good at first, but now she's uh -huh. not, you know, we, they're having a really hard time communicating with her effectively. 
that would work. Right. Right? So figuring out how she learns, because maybe just in passing or, oh, you know, you're not supposed to use that then. I think we told you that before, <laughs> you know, like instead of maybe using that verbal model, then you could do like the short association with how they learn and then make sure that you have your manual set. It's a pain in the butt, especially if your office doesn't have one, but it's only for the greater mm -hmm. good of every team player. Seriously. Like, right. You know, we've had people like record themselves setting up or, you know, explaining to them at night, like, and just sending it on text message. That way you're not in the situation. You're not super heated because you're frustrated. You've had time to sit there. You can write it down. But like, okay, hey, Betty Sue, this is what we do when we see the crown. Like, and, and these are the things, like, this is how I clean up. Like, maybe come to it, like, at a different angle. Right. And the thing is, is every, every office, I believe, should have a manual for their procedures for their their clinical area for the assisting between the doctor because if the assistant leaves or has to be out for any long period of time and they have to fill her position to get coverage and help the doctor through his procedures they should be able to open a manual look at pictures read about the procedure how to walk through it so they should be able to to just jump in and you know, it might not go as smooth, smoothly, but it'll go a lot smoother because they have some type of foundation instead of just being like, oh, show up at work at eight o'clock on Monday and we're going to do a crown prep and you have no clue what the doctor needs. Because that's often what happens is, you know, one person leaves and another person comes into the job. Unless you work with multiple systems and they have systems, people are not onboarded correctly in the position of dental assisting. They are not they're not set up for success they're thrown chair side and that's why a lot of us get frustrated we get burned out we feel like we're failures because we just don't have the right tools the doctor's not giving them the tools or the the assistant before them is not giving tools or the assistants there are you know they already know the job but yet the newbie doesn't so they're your office should always have whether you're the front office or the, the dental hygienist you should always have a system of onboarding employees into your practice so the longevity and they enjoy it stays with them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I can I can see it from another, you know, that whole onion thing, like let's peel it back. Like the if yeah. you're a rock star dental assistant, the minute that you can't be chairside with your dentist, you get this anxiety. Okay. Regardless of why you can't be there, if you're sick, if your kids are sick or right. you have to go to a wedding, like you feel bad. And then not on top of that, that has two people feel bad. So you got your temp that's coming in to fill your spot. Now they feel bad because <laughs> you know, they're, you know, they're disappointing this dentist, you know, because they just, they don't know where anything is. They don't know what to do. They don't right. you know, like it. I just think it would be like, it would fill the hole in your heart just to have it and, and, and to be able to, to leave your office with confidence that your replacement is going to rock it and your replacement feeling confident. Yeah. I'll totally fill in for you anytime you guys have your stuff together at your office. Like it's smooth when I go in because you have all of these. Systems. Right. <laughs> right. And, and no one team member should disable a practice like that like their absence should not disable a practice so I believe in a lot of cross training but also that everybody knows everybody and yes why we're all valuable 
if I'm not there, it's okay. The place is still going to go on. Understand what I mean? Yep. It's, it's not, it's not going to be like, oh, the assistant's out today. The doctor can't work because nobody knows how to do anything. That's, it shouldn't be like that. You know, the front office should know, okay, if the assistant can't come in, if they're only, if they're only, a, a, you know, two people up front, one person in back, and uh, two hygienists, you know, if they're a smaller practice, there should be steps in place to who's going to pick up the ball when it gets dropped, right? And who's going to be the quarterback back here to, you know, funnel and, and make plays and, and get to where it needs to be going. So they don't, they, they don't set up themselves for that. And like you said, this assistant, the newbie that this lady's training, and, and sounds like, like I said, they like her, but they're just having under, a hard time understanding her and what makes her tick and, and how do we get her to retain the material and be on board and, and help her to be better. You know, it's nice yeah. that she's reaching out. They want her to be better. Because sometimes that's not always the case. They'll just kick you to the curb and, and then you're like a fish out of water and you're next thing you know, you're looking for a new job. So it's nice that she, she sees something in this person, but they don't really know how to get it across to help her be better at what she does. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, this dental assistant, I mean, seriously, like this is the way it should be. We have so many resources to reach out and right. just get advice or to, to be able to think about a situation in the most rounded possible way, <laughs> you know? Well, oh, okay. Are you ready for my epic story? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Roll with it. So the year was 2000 and Rhonda was still in the military and I worked at what was like the equivalent to a group dental practice, right? So we had like eight dentists. Um, some of them were in specialty. I think we had 12 dental assistants or 14 at the time. And uh, we almost voted a dental assistant off the island collectively. Ooh. Yes. So Ooh. background, this dental assistant, um, you know, when he was assigned to clean sterilization, he would do it like halfway, you know, never doing any of the processes all the way. He uh, never tried to work with the dentist as far as like work on his chair side manner. I mean, he knew the motions, but there was no passion behind it, right? And so the dentist eventually said, well, we don't want to work with him. Can you give us another assistant? Or, uh, you know, it was basically just this dental assistant only gave in a quarter of the effort, no matter what. Like, you could just tell that he didn't like being a dental assistant. You know, it was just his lottery ticket in life, and he was just going to go through the motions until his time was served. So it came to this head where everybody, including the doctors, said, we have got to have like a come to Jesus meeting with this kid and figure out what he wants to be in life. Because if it's not a dental right. assistant, then all it's doing is creating drama and dragging us all down and we're all frustrated. So we did. We scheduled a meeting in the afternoon. The entire facility was in one room and we, you know, I, I know you can't do this in the real world, but we did. We singled them out. We said, hey, let's be as transparent as possible. Do you want to be a dental assistant? And what does he say? Yes. Because, you know, why wouldn't you? It's a job. It's stable. It's, right. you know, it's not fueling your flame. But so then we all laid out what it is that um, affected us individually, uh, whether it was like a situation or a story or a scenario that happened to them personally, that was a direct result of that dental system. So mm -hmm. by the end of the conversation, you know, nobody was fueled with emotions. It was just very like, 
here it is black and white. What do you want to do? Do you want to be outside of the Air Force? Because we can make that happen. Or do you want to be a dental assistant to the best of your ability inside the Air Force? So he sat there and he thought about it. And he said, I want to be a dental assistant inside the Air Force. And I got to tell you, Julie, from that day on, he may not have been a rock star dental assistant. There may not have been 100% passion, but he was reliable. He actually gave a poop. <laughs> you know, he, he knew that other people were depending on him and he pulled his weight. Right. And, you know, and all it took was that one little moment of clarity saying, we mm -hmm. can't do this anymore because you're making all of the team suffer because you're not in it. We need you in it. Right. Do you want to be in it or do you not? But it was cool because there was choice, right? I mean, I talk about this with patients all the time. Like you need to have choice. And so sometimes if it gets to that point, like let's say this dental assistant isn't able to um, find the learning tools that would work. Maybe, maybe it is the other shoe, right? Maybe this dental assistant just lost her passion, his or her passion. Maybe that could be something right. you know, as a team collectively, how can we help you? You know, whether it's with us or without us, how can we help you? Because we want to be the best that we can be. And we can't do that if you're only doing everything halfway. Right. And this, you know, the other, the, on the other end, this assistant might know that she's not as good as she needs to be. And she's probably feeling pretty beat down about herself, but maybe she just doesn't know how to communicate because she doesn't want to go to the others and say, look, I'm failing. How do, how do I help? So she might, you know, be apprehensive of approaching because she doesn't know how their response is going to be when they feel the same. So, you know, these two people are feeling the same or three people, however many are in the situation are feeling the same, but they're lacking the communication on how to move forward and yep. get some answers. Yep. So she could be feeling just as bad as like, you know, I'm not, I know I'm not where I need to be. I need help. I, I don't understand things. But yet she's afraid maybe to bring that up because she doesn't want to feel like she's failing. She's not failing. Everybody learns. Everybody learns differently. It takes a while. I always say it takes a good six months to a year to really fit into a practice because it changes every day and things change and you really have to get your groove on and stuff. So, you know, give yourself, if after a year you're kind of still not feeling like the pants fit just right, then, then maybe it's time to move on or or whatever, but you have to give it enough chance. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm thinking about this as you're talking, like what if these two other rock star assistants have basically carried whatever weaknesses that the new assistant has and nobody in the facility even knows that she has weaknesses. Cause then that's like a whole nother coin. Like, Oh, how do I bring this up? If nobody's even noticed it because we've done such a good job, you know, covering all the corners. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say, say just sit down and have a meeting with her and say, you know, how first start to ask her, how can we help her, help you? Are you okay in this position? Do you have all the tools? That's the kind of conversation that, you know, they should have with her first, because then she might be like, oh my God, thank you so much for asking that. Yes, I suck. I know, we, you know, but I need help with this, but I know I can be better. And it'll be just a great, you know, conversation between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's not coming at anybody aggressively or, you know, it's just mm -mm. using words. Like, how can I help you? I love when you said that, Julie, how can I help you? Like mm -hmm. I see you struggling or I, I noticed that we're still not being able to tear down a room, right. Or, 
we're always missing this. What can we do to make it easier for you to remember what parts go where and what steps are, you know, like, mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Okay. So listener, please try that first. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, you know, I would just go to her and say, you know, here are some concerns. I want to know how I can help you. I want to, I want to be better. I want you to be better. We love you being part of the team. Now, if she's not meshing, meshing, not messing, meshing, then that's a different story. You know, maybe she's just not the right fit, but it seems like she is. It's just she's struggling on retainment and implementation. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. I hope our, our listeners listening, or Me you can too. reach back out to her and tell her, and tell her that we... Uh, you know, these podcasts are evergreen, so <laughs> they ain't going nowhere. <laughs> That's right. That's so whenever right. you right. onboard a new dental assistant in the future and you maybe run into the same hiccup, you know, listen to this episode and see if it, you know, brings back some pearls. Right. And if you need <laughs> a template for a dental assistant operation manual, feel free to reach out to me. I have one that's a fillable PDF. I'll be more than happy to send it and you can build your manual chair side. It'll take some collaboration with your doctor because that's where it should come from, right? Um, but the two of you working together with pictures and lists and, and systems and, and everything, I'll be more than happy to afford it to us. So to whoever needs it. That so. is awesome. That is awesome. Cause that's what a lot of us need. We need that little extra push. You know, something to make mm -hmm. everything easier so it's easier to say yes to. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Easier like, to learn for them. E even myself. I mean, after doing it for 28, 28 years, 28 years, is that what, how long I've been doing it? But um, I would, when I come to your practice, I don't know where things are. I don't know how the doctor likes the procedure. I need to, you know, either someone to physically show me, which sometimes is 90% very hard to do for someone to hold your hand and walk you through everything. But if you have a book that I can pick up and look at pictures and, and, and look at setups and, you know, this is what we do for this procedure. This is how many steps this procedure is, you know, those type of things. This is how we do our sterilization. This is how we take an x-ray. These are the systems. So I will have the tools to at least halfway be successful on the first day. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there are yep. ways that everything can be easier you know? Right. <laughs> and that's the goal in life. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the whole idea of with comfort comes joy, right? It's all these little pieces that make you want to go to work because everything is so smooth because you did the work on yeah. the front end. <laughs> Absolutely. Like Absolutely. We, and our burr block holders, like we have photographs of every burr block. And then, and, you know, we even put the little samples on the back of the cabinet doors like everything's numbered mm -hmm. so that no matter who it is, whether it's, you know, we have a high schooler come in and, and sterilize in the afternoon and like they can restock our burr blocks because it's, it's set out so flawlessly. There's not only just a photographic image, but we literally have mm -hmm. samples and every burr block um, has like a number written on it that coincides with that bird that goes in that hole. <laughs> super easy. Yeah, it's super easy and, and it works well. And you know, like you said, it may take you a while to get it down just right and how it needs to be. And of course, over time, it'll need to be revisited and revamped and because things change, you know. Um, but the whole point is to have a good tool for anybody to learn from. So, 
Good, good, good. I love it. That was good. I think, I think we helped. I feel like we helped. I think we helped. I think she'll go back and she'll be amazing. And, you know, her and this dental assistant that's struggling or, you know, we'll be able to overcome and, and, uh, regroup and revamp. So, and you never know, we could get like a update in like a couple of months be like, Oh my gosh, she's a rock star. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. She was in there. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, it's funny. Cause like, I guess I've never been on the other side of that coin because I've always been such a go-getter and a people pleaser. And like, you know, I, I just, I can't, I, I try to understand with probably what that, you know, other assistants going through with as far as mm-hmm. it's just, it's hard for me because I don't like to not know the answers, but some people are okay with it. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Some, some people are, you know, okay with that. And, you know, but I think we can always be better than we are the next day. So. Yep. And being, and being supportive of each other, guys, that's the key. Don't be that dental assistant who, uh, instead of helps to rise others, you, you just sit there and, you know, you go in the break room and you talk about them and what they did wrong and you heckle and, and then you, you know, leave them out of events and, you know, kind of make them feel like a black sheep. Like that's not productive for anybody. It just creates this whole extra layer of drama that doesn't need to be there when you guys could be the better person and the bigger man and say, what can I do to help you? Right, Julie? <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're all in this together. Well, good. Well, now we're off to the office. Doop-doo-doo. <laughs> Back to the grind. Back to the suction. Back to the grind. Hey, Julie, so did you, yeah. was it a DigiDoc? I know that I saw... It's digitaldoc.com, and they they are hiring for assistance in certain areas, so feel free to get on their website at digitaldoc.com. They're a camera company, an x-ray company, a cavities detection company. They have a bunch of really cool products, um, but they're looking for assistance to help in a sales position, in a training position, sales training position. So they have some positions all over the country. And they're really growing and they're really super nice. Um, when I had the conversation with Brett last week, he's really, really nice. And he really understands that, the, you know, these things are used by dental assistants and, you know, he wants dental assistants to help. So th- here's an opportunity outside your op, you know, from your chair side. So, you know, if you're, you know, not feeling the whole assisting thing, but you've been an assistant for a long time, there are so many opportunities out there to leave the app, you know, and right. uh, not work care side anymore, but still utilize your dental assistant background. Yeah. Cause all so. these years add up and, and, and don't think yeah, they do quit and go work for, you know, a barista at Starbucks. Yeah. There's always opportunities. <laughs> it's just having a good resume that showcases you and all that you have to offer. And you know, like I said, there's tons of companies out there looking for assistance um, to help them with their products. So, yeah. That's cool. That's to them. I like it. Yes, it is. And thank you so much yes. to our listener for reaching out to us. If you guys have anything yes. like this that you want us to cover, just 
you know, you can, you can send it on DA Rockstar's Facebook page through Messenger. Julie and I are yep. totally accessible on pretty much every platform, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Instagram, yeah. LinkedIn, Absolutely. Facebook, all that stuff. Yeah. Like, and it, we can totally be all anonymous. Stuff. Like, it goes with us. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it does. It does, it does. Well, have a good rest of your hump day. You too, Miss Julie. Have nice a hump day. <laughs> and we'll catch you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie, where we're banding together to ensure that every dental assistant has a better tomorrow than they did today. Don't forget to find your tribe. Dental Assistants Worldwide Group has a safe place for dental assistants to share, connect, grow, and learn. Find Julie Varney on Dental Assistants Rock, the website, or Instagram. And as always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have the Facebook page you can message through there but I just truly appreciate you letting us help you get over the hump of the week Wednesday.